Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're doing well on a Saturday, and thank you for joining Real Estate with Ryan. As always, my name is Ryan Coleman, owner of Hometown Realty, and usually with my lovely co-host, but she couldn't be here today. So solo in the studios here with Adam. So hope you're doing well. As you know, the weather's changing and the spring market is upon us. About time to get some nice weather out here. And as you're looking into the housing market, things are booming. So I want to start the show with a little bit of update for you, stats on the market, which you can expect in your backyard, and uh, some of those things that online's not going to give you some stats. So if you currently have your home on the market and you're like some of our clients, we've had a strong surge of activity and maybe we've missed a show in here or there. Some of it's kind of dissipated. But we're talking to a client off air. Uh, some of the showings, they, the agents didn't show up. Um, and I think that's, you got to think about seasonality and where we're at. It's very, very normal. And it happens during the time this year. So with the weather that we've had here in East Tennessee, we had a later spring push than normal. Okay. And so when we're snowing in April, that always brings things to the hold. Now, the challenge with that. Uh, more specifically, is when everything's coming on the market at one time, there's kind of a snowball effect of properties coming on the market. Now, if you're a current seller and don't have a contract yet, how that will affect you is that may have showings to slow down. We have, may have agents that don't show up on the property. Um, all those things come into play. And, and let me give you these numbers, and you can kind of relate to what we're going through. And know it's normal and know that there's a surge, and this is not going to happen throughout the year. So we just got to work through that. That's why, of course, you need a great agent in your corner understanding the market and can guide you through that process. But let's go through the month of April. How many new homes are on the market? Now, I'm going to give you a sample of not our whole MLS, but a good a good portion. So if you're in Knox County, Blunt County, Roan County, and Sevier County, we're going to use that as the baseline that this study has done. In the month of April, 1,805 homes on the market. So April 1st through the 30th, 1,805 homes on the market. Now, in April, we had 366 that actually went under contract. Okay? In the month of April, we had 1,204 actually close. Now, get this. First week in May, 388 properties hit the market in the first week. So that's giving me a little indication. What you're seeing is a large push of inventory come on the market. Homes are pending but that may affect your showings. That may affect your feedback. And, of course, we need to look at position. We always talk about what we were talking in our show prior about getting ahead of the market, getting ahead of that spring rush. If you remember in January and February, what we were talking about is getting in front of the market, not chasing the market. Well, now everything's come on the market, and we understand that there's a lot of competition. Remember, buyers are going to be buying homes, and they're in comparison shopping mode. You know, buyers want it for as cheap as they can get it, the best deal. Don't we all want the best deal that we can get? So understanding that, that the, it's going to be a price point. So maybe if you had your property on the market and for some reason you didn't get a contract in the first couple of weeks, we need to go back and look at pricing and understand where we're at. Because more than likely of those 1,800 homes on the market, you may have been, let's say you were in the top three showing 
you may have adjusted down to number five, number seven. Maybe you're all the way down to number 10 with the amount of homes in the market. So we need to look back and reposition us in market space. We need to redo the marketing and things like that to put you back to the top top three showings in your area. So keep that in mind. That is your stats for the day. And we've got a great topic for you. So with the market and inventory shortage, and seems like for buyers that there's less options and less choices out there. You know, what do you do with the prices going on the up end? You're paying competitive prices. Sellers getting top dollar if it's priced right and shows right. What do we do? How do we how do we combat that? We talked about we had a show before about some land that's on the market and how land has been increasing and more inventory that's actually on the market now. So some lots that we're carrying before were on the inventory and we're not moving two or three years ago. Now we're seeing waterfront property peaking. We're seeing building lots. Why? Because buyers are expanding. We're doing some odor building. We're doing some custom building because inventory's down. Choices. And it's a lot better to have a custom-built home or a newer home when you can pick and choose a floor plan, especially when you're paying on some of your resale pricing, um, kind of that similar almost to a builder spot. Now, one thing that's important, guys, we're going to talk about today in our topic is our 10 things that you need to know if you're building, whether you're going to do an owner build or new construction. So we'll get into that topic and the pros and cons and some relationship that we've helped several customers during that process and to walk you through that whole process. So new construction, what's important about that process and where do you start? I'm always going to start with this. And I think the first and foremost point is location, real estate's location, 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 right? So if you're thinking about buying, you know, schools are important. Schools are about to close now, right? Inventory is short. Where do we choose? So if you're looking for new construction, we've got to do a little survey. As it, Whether it's a resale or new construction, you want to survey your area. You want to know your neighborhoods. You want to know your schools. And a lot of these new developments, they're not even breaking ground yet, or they're just putting the roads and things in. So what's important about this, and more importantly, is understand what is going in there. We've got some new subdivisions that are coming in. Know your price points. Know your builders. Know your research and things like that. That's so important. But I think the first thing is drive your neighborhood, drive your neighborhood, understand that it's important to understand your neighbors and the price point range that's in there and understand your builder's track record, understand your builder's track record. There's two types of builders. There's track builders, you know, they're, they're putting up homes after homes after homes, and they're, they're more in a production base. And then we have our custom builders. They're going to take a little more time. You're going to maybe pay a little bit more, but you're going to have a little bit more attention to details. So the first thing we'll talk about is your land and making sure that your soil is correct. When I say correct, you mean that it has meet the specs and specifications of a scientist. Or let's say, giving an example, we bought out in Hardin Valley. Out in Hardin Valley, um, a lot of farmland. Some of the lots were compacted, and so those lots were compacted. The first thing that you must do is if you're building to get a test, if they built make sure they had a scientist or engineer grade that soil for impact. One of the biggest things across the country and across even the West Coast, they said, is the issue with soil, not making sure that's compacted and it has the right rate. Don't get into the weeds exactly what that is, but it, it, the right compaction to lay your foundation. Everything's about your foundation, whether you're going to crawl space or a slab. It's so important to understand that it's built right and that it's been engineered and test. Number two, plans. 
One of the biggest things I think if you're buying new construction, what you need to know and how you need to know about that process is understand that if you're buying in a subdivision that has building restrictions and covenants, you need to know those restrictions and covenants on the beginning. Is it going to be builder HOA managed? What is builder HOA managed? A lot of these subdivisions require where the builder will come in and they'll set stages and uh, certain restrictions that they'll manage until they finish the 161 homes or 200 homes in the home site. And then eventually they will get out of there and they'll turn it to an owner, owner association that will take over that. So keep that in mind. Who's going to manage the association? And most importantly, understand where we're in the building process. One of the things that when we look for our home and kind of maybe you guys can relate, we know the market's good now, but with all things, they come to an opportunity where they may not be so good and the market could change on a dime. What's important if you're purchasing new construction is understanding who's in the neighborhood and the opportunity of that builder if the market does change. So some brand new subdivisions, let's use Hardin Valley because that's our backyard of what we've got there. You see all the growth and opportunity out there. We've got some track builders and we have some custom builders. What's important to know is some of those subdivisions are just now breaking ground. They may be another 12 months, 16 months out. We're expecting next year that the rates to increase, and I expect that there'll be some changing on pricing. Not major, but there'll be some adjustments with the interest rates. There's going to be some adjustments on some opportunity on pricing. So I think foremost is understand when you go into a subdivision, make sure if you're the first one, you're not the largest home in there, and you have your exit strategy. I think your exit strategy is key because, guys, you never know if you're going to get transferred You never know. You don't want to be the largest guy in the neighborhood, and you need to sell, even though you're not expected to sell, and you're not able to do that. One of the biggest things April and I were talking about prior to the show um, is going in the model home, and you're always going to see all the bells and whistles of the property, and they've got up to the top to the T, everything you can think about. But what I want you to look at, and what we'll catch on the other side of the break, is how can you purchase that new construction save the most amount of money, but, but, but not be the highest price in the neighborhood. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. We're also going to talk about things that your builder won't tell you, things your builder won't tell you. And yes, just because it's new construction, there's some room for negotiation. Stay with us. You're listening to Real Estate with Ryan, and we're going to catch you on the other side of the break. I see the hope in your heart. Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Thank you guys for staying with us. You're listening to Real Estate with Ryan. As always, I'm your host. And if you ever need us, 693-SOLD, 693-OR-RYANCOLEMAN.ORG. So we're talking about new construction, what you need to know in the marketplace if you're going to do a new build, whether it's a builder that you're going to do yourself or you're going to do a track builder or a custom build. So talking about that, keep in mind on new construction, one thing I was talking with a customer 
when you go into some of these subdivisions and they're pre-done and they have a model home, keep in mind with the model home that they've got all the bells and whistles, all the features that we need to see in there. And keep in mind on your budget. Believe it or not, how you can keep in budget and how April and I kept in budget and what you may do, you can't change the location. You, you can't redo the lot. But what we can do is see how we can save some money. Now, understand, when you go in, they're going to have a baseline package. It's usually going to be lower just to kind of get you in the door, and then they're going to add you all the upgrades. What's going to cost you and put you over your price point and when actually could put you over the actual sales price would be, guess what, the bells and whistles. It's the hardwood floors. It's the granite countertops. It's you name it. Every fixture you can name, we get in the woo and the ah. And make sure you keep that in mind. Stay within budget, guys. What we did, we were able to understand that the certain structure, certain changes of the construction of the property, we could not physically come back and do. It would be cost prohibitive. But we did not go with that expensive flooring that was double the price. We did not go with some of the granite and things that we could do. So we were able to get into a plan that made sense financially, made our numbers work, and we could do the things what we needed to in time frame. So keep that in mind, give you some ideas, and yes, especially if it's a new construction, if it's a spec build, they will negotiate. Everything's for negotiation, guys. Listen, new construction, a lot of the builders have timelines, whether it's the end of the month, beginning of the month. What you need to understand is everything is negotiable. When you go into your new construction purchase, a lot of times the builders are going to use their own forms. So the first thing I would also caution you is to make sure that you review that contract and understand it thoroughly. You got to have a great agent that's done a lot of new construction. We would always be glad to help you, but make sure that you're walking through the process. The second thing that we see all the time and is a big contingency, and you must have it in your contract. Listen, if you're going to sell your property and it's contingent upon you selling, put it in the contract. Make sure you have that it's contingent upon the sale. If you don't, you run a big risk of losing your escrow money. Sometimes the escrow money is $5,000 to $10,000. And a lot of times when you're working with the builder's agent, guess what? They represent the builder. A lot of times we'll also get into the financing. A lot of times that they'll want you to use your their own title company, your own uh, mortgage company. I strongly urge you to shop around. A lot of times they're designed for the builder and only for the builder. Now, builders, you may not like that. I understand that. It is a business, but buyers, we're here for your side. We're talking about what you need to do to save money, and we're always looking out for your interest. So make sure you shop around. What you think may be getting a deal could be overinflated in pricing, could over have extra fees that you're paying for that really is not a good deal. So it always pays to shop and have an agent walking you through that process to see what's good. I'll give you an example about using the builder's uh, lender that may not be an advantage. By having a good lender and working, somebody working for you, an agent working for you, we closed on ours, but our neighbor was not that lucky. They actually had to close without sod <laughs> and some things that were not finishing. And obviously, you know that this is going to be one of the most stressful moves that you're going to have to make. And when you move, uh, the last thing you want to do is have construction people in your house. If you've got a little one like us uh, walking through on a mud pit, if you've got dogs, it could be an absolute disaster. So unfortunately, how these contracts are written, and if you don't have somebody working for you, the lender or the builder's lender will force you to move and close really quickly, whether the home's done or not. So these are things that are advantage, working with the lender, working with a great agent in your corner are going to avoid those kind of pitfalls. Let's talk about the stock, the construction site. This is my wife all day. 
So if you're doing a build and if you're doing it either way, you want to make sure you walk the construction site. You want to check it two or three times a week. You want to make sure, I know my wife was kicking up cans and cigarette butts and and very, very detailed, but make sure you're paying attention to the site. Make sure that they're having a clean site and you're monitoring it. And that that is so key. You're going to have a punch list. What a punch list is, is usually pre-drywall, and then you're going to carry it after drywall, um, more your final inspection. I think one of the biggest things that most people would not think on new construction, and I would urge, is, well, it's new construction. I don't need an inspector. And I would strongly suggest it's worth the five or 600 bucks that you pay for the inspector, and here's why. Now, we know that on some of these track builders, they're building them by numbers, and they're building them by the quicker that they get them done, the quicker they go on to the next one. You've seen it, and I've seen it. They put them up quicker than we expect. But for you, the homeowner, this is going to be your life. You plan maybe be there 20, 30 years, raise your kids, your family. You want three, dollars $400,000. You want three or $400,000 in quality. And it's only important that nobody's going to pay attention to your money except you. And so it's important that we do this inspection pre-done. I'll tell you why we did one and what we found. So some of those items that would the home inspector or the county on the framing inspection, if you think they'll catch it, you may be wrong. If you're counting on the county to catch your inspections, I promise you, you may be sadly mistaken. Why? I don't know. Maybe error, maybe a mistake, but it's up to you ultimately, right? If this is such a big purchase, you can't rely on the county. You've got to take control in your hands. So a pre-inspection is key. And then our final inspection so we're not like our neighbor making sure we have our sod down. We got all our finishing trim. We're going to make sure all these things are grading. Probably one of the things that's most overlooked when you're looking at the property, making sure our grading, our swells, our water is away from the house. Something I see all the time that we need to make sure that we need to do it. Home warranty. Well, your builder, know your warranty on front. What that covers. Are we in a one year? Are we in a five year? Are we in a 10 years? Most builders around here will cover a one-year warranty, and they're going to be all in your mechanicals. They're required by the state to do that. Other than that, they may have a five-year plan. So it's best to catch it on the front end. Make sure, make sure before you close that you have a punch list, and if there's remaining items on that punch list, that you understand with that. Now, be flexible on timing, guys, with the weather that we have. Understand that uh, most of the contracts are written. They will not give you an exact date. They'll have a projected closing date. But keep in mind, once they're done, they're expecting you to close. So a lot of times at our new construction, you may have to factor in moving once or twice. You know, nobody wants to do that, but especially in a market that where we're at now, it's very fast-paced. It's uh, very competitive. And so some of those things, you want to make sure that you're covered and understanding that you may have to move into that apartment before your home is done. But specifically, contractually, you put all the bells and whistles, all the upgrades and things. What you don't want to do is not have your home sold in this market. We talked to a lot of clients and their building. We talked to one in Oak Ridge yesterday. They have to have a drop-dead date that they have to have a contract by, or they lose the opportunity of, of their new dream home. So keep in mind, and some of our clients out there, listen, the market's hot. Some of them are gambling on the market, doing a little for sale by owner. I get it. Who, who wouldn't try to sell it themselves and save a little money? But if you're building and you understand that timing is everything in this market and understanding that right now what your time frame is, is maybe not what the buyers. So many times we meet with clients and customers out there and they understand they're thinking on their time frame. Well, you know, hey, Ryan, I'm not in a rush. 
It's no big deal. We have time. Remember, in real estate, it's what a buyer and seller are willing to pay and what we can do to come together that makes sense. And more importantly, as the kids are getting out of school, if I'm changing school district with some of our clients now, they don't want uncertainty the day before closing, knowing where they're going to move, changing addresses. You know, sports are key. You know, if the kids are playing sports, a lot of the sports are nine months out of the 12-month cycle. It's important that we get that done and understand that. So what your time frame is and putting the most money in your pocket is most accordingly. So understand that timing is everything and making sure that we're understanding the buyer's time frame and, and the seller's time frame as well. Here's some things builders will not tell you, um, things that uh, you may hear, 10 things that builders won't tell you. Number one is we, only, we never cut corners. Well, I promise you it happens whether it's intentional um, whether they mean it or not, whether it's fast-paced, things get missed. That's why you've got to be diligent on your timelines. You've got to be diligent on your inspections. When they do the rough ends, you've got to do your walkthrough. And more importantly, getting that inspection and understanding that. Regulated. Don't, don't count on the county to be regulating you. Uh, the old saying, you'll never see me once you move in. Well, we hope that's never the case. But sometimes it happens. Make sure we have our punch through, our walk through, all tidied up and ready to go. And at number one, have a great agent in your corner. As always, it goes quicker than we expect. You're listening to Real Estate with Ryan every Saturday, 5 o'clock on News Talk 98.7, where we'll give you the up-to-date information in the real estate market in your backyard. 693-7653. That's 693-SOLD. Visit me at ryancoleman.org, or you can catch us on social media. Till next week, guys, we'll see you next Saturday. Have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan on Facebook and Twitter or his website at ryancoleman.org. Call Ryan anytime at 693-7653. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 5, only on News Talk 987 WOKI.